but with a ready reason for Catholic answers. Catholic.com. KATH 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth. Welcome to We Sing Our Faith, sharing the music and ministry of today's Catholic recording artists. I am your host, Julie Carrick, and it is my privilege to share my fellow artists with you. Welcome indeed to We Sing Our Faith this week. I want to begin with the gospel that we're going to hear this weekend from Luke, and this is chapter 16, verses 1 through 13, because it's really setting the feel for our program today. So here's the gospel. Jesus said to his disciples, a rich man had a steward who was reported to him for squandering his property. He summoned him and said, what is this I hear about you? Prepare a full account of your stewardship because you can no longer be my steward. The steward said to himself, what shall I do now that my master is taking the position of steward away from me? I'm not strong enough to dig a ditch and I am ashamed to beg. I know what I shall do, so that, when I am removed from the stewardship, they may welcome me into their homes. He called in his master's debtors one by one. To the first he said, How much do you owe my master? He replied, One hundred measures of olive oil. He said to him, Here is your promissory note. Sit down and quickly write one for fifty. Then to another the steward said, and you, how much do you owe? He replied, One hundred cores of wheat. The steward said to him, Here is your promissory note. Write one for eighty. And the master commended that dishonest steward for acting prudently. For the children of this world are more prudent in dealing with their own generation than are the children of light. I tell you, make friends for yourselves with dishonest wealth, so that when it fails, you will be welcomed into eternal dwellings. The person who is trustworthy in very small matters is also trustworthy in great ones. And the person who is dishonest in very small matters is also dishonest in great ones. If therefore you are not trustworthy with dishonest wealth, who will trust you with true wealth? If you are not trustworthy with what belongs to another, who will give you what is yours? No servant can serve two masters. He will either hate one and love the other, or be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and mammon. The song I want to begin with today, the melody of it, you've heard, oh my gosh, over the past eight years. You've heard the, the intro of this song, and it's actually the melody of Shades of Grace, which is our, our little theme song here for We Sing Our Faith. But when I was writing this song, it was so based in the idea that we want to do what's right, but the world makes it so hard. We want to serve God, not anything or anyone else. And so this line that we end the gospel with, you cannot serve both God and mammon, well, from me your host, Shades of Grace. Living in 
Now, I've got to be honest, the line in there that probably is the most meaningful is the line when I sing, from gray to white, you see the shades of grace. When we look at our world, um, it used to be that things were very subtle, that in a sense, it was hard to differentiate when it was gray to white, right? Black and white we see when there's a a very um, pointed difference between extreme good and extreme evil. But it feels like our world has come into a place in history where it's very hard to discern what is of God and what is of the world because it's what is good in the eyes of the world is completely contradictory to God, but the world has been so good at making what is evil look good, what is wrong look right. And so um, it's, it's really become a time where we need to discern what is of God and to tell him, God, I want you to be my everything. I want you to be God of my life, Lord of my, of my existence, my everything. But what that means is we have to disconnect of the things of the world. Like in that gospel, you cannot serve both God and mammon. We cannot go after just money or go just after things of the world because it is not what God wants for us. Um, Chris Paget, a wonderful artist who we hear regularly his music on We Sing Our Faith, his song, Be My Everything, is where I want to go next. Because I feel like in our gospel this weekend, God is calling us, he's inviting us to be in perfect union with him. We want him to be our everything. So, from Chris Paget, his wonderful song, Be My Everything. Every time I try, I fail. Every time I stand, I fall. Everything I've had, I've lost. Be my everything. Wanting to be first, I'm last Wanting to run fast, I can't Wanting to be cold, I'm not Be my everything Be my Joy that's real Be my everything 
Thank you, Chris. And you know, he's an example of someone who, you know, he had this career with a very, um, very well-known musical group, right? And he could have stayed in it for all of the glory, but instead he spends his life doing these amazing evenings of reflection and teaching. And like a number of the artists that I have shared on We Sing Our Faith, he's understanding that it is not just about the music because even the music can become its own God, if you will. When I look at the music industry, whether it's Christian music or secular music, there are so many people involved with it because that is literally their everything, right? And pretty soon it's not who they're singing about, but that fact that they are singing in front of crowds of people. And to me, it's very heartbreaking to be in a, a place where there's a big gathering of Christians, and yet while the stuff is happening on stage, they are really adoring the artists, not who the artists are singing about. And so for people like Chris Paget and some of the artists whose music and, and ministry that we're going to be sharing today, I am just so grateful that they have held on to the truth of who they sing about and that it is God first and then in thanksgiving of all of these gifts to thank God for them and to use them to build up the body of Christ, not their own pocketbook or, or self-image. Um, the next song that I want to go to is one that was recorded with my band and I. And I just love the beauty of the prayer of this, that, um, that we ask God to take everything, that everything we have we know belongs to Him. And years ago, when I was going through that battle with lung cancer, I realized literally the breath that I breathe belongs to God. You know, when you wake up from a major surgery and you have a machine literally breathing for you, you realize that we are literally in control of nothing in our life. And nor do I want to be. I want to hand it over to the Lord, the very breath that I breathe, the roof over my head, the fact that I have an income because of the gifts that God has given me in order to work and to be part of that provision in my household. All of it belongs to God. Therefore, nothing is really ours. And so even the songs that are written, the melodies that he places into our thoughts as we, we sit and write them down, it is all gift. And so from me, your host today, the song, Take Lord, Receive. Standing 
To sing that little phrase, all is yours now, is the reminder that it has always been his. And for us, we need to come to that place of surrender to say, Lord, I thank you for the gift. I know where the gifts come from and I surrender them to your will. I surrender myself and everything that you've given to me to be put at your service, Lord, so that as I encounter people in my life, regardless of what my talents are, regardless of what my treasure is, I know that it all belongs to you and Lord, I need to surrender it so that I might in truth be your servant so that someday I will be with you in paradise, thanking you again for the beauty of the life that you allowed me to live. As I'm saying this right now, I'm thinking of Jamie Teton and her husband, Pete, and it took them to the point of surrendering everything, surrendering the, the travel, surrendering the concert ministry, surrendering everything that God had given both her and Pete to begin the work of Sacred Heart Ranch in, in the, the beautiful work that God has asked them to do to serve women who have suffered from PTSD for various reasons. And in surrendering to that, the way that God has opened up other parts of their life has been truly transformative. And uh, I, I invite you today, take a look at um, Sacred Heart Ranch when you see the link on wesingourfaith.org and just see what Jamie and Pete are doing. When we surrender what seems to be even our most prominent gift, God transforms it into something even more magnificent. So I want to go to Jamie's song next, Surrendering. And as she sings this for us today, ask yourself, what part of my life am I still holding on to that I need to surrender and acknowledge that even this, this gift of who I am and what I have belongs to God? And how does He want me to use it? How could I hold back the smallest part of anything I'm holding in my heart when I've seen who you are? In the light of overwhelming grace for the matchless glory of your name, I
Thank you, Jamie. Thank you so much. And thank you for sharing your life with so many people throughout this country and throughout the world, as does people like Chris Paget and Chris Mulia and um, Adam and Lori Yubowski, who we're going to hear from both of them here shortly. But the song I want to go to next is an old, old hymn. And when I had the, the opportunity to record this, it was after a very dear friend of mine, Rick Elias, who has since gone home to the Lord. Rick and I were sitting together one day, and he had his guitar out, and he just started strumming this beautiful old hymn that typically I would hear with a big choir. And the, the hymn is, Come Thou Font of Every Blessing. And as Rick sat there that day and just strummed softly on the guitar and let his voice that was truly anointed by God, that voice that brought you to tears or brought you to joy, um, just the beauty of the gift of song that God had poured into Rick. And as he sat there that day with his guitar and did it with just this simple, beautiful, I don't know, it, it did something. It touched my heart deeper than I'd ever realized before the beauty of the lyric of this song that literally every blessing we have pours out of the font of God's love for us and the greatest act of love was when he came and offered himself as the Lamb of God who takes away our sin and brings us peace and when we have the privilege of of coming in that communion line right when we are at mass and we have that extreme privilege not a right, but a privilege to walk forward and to receive him when we have prepared ourselves well to receive him in the Eucharistic embrace. And as I, as I heard Rick singing that song, Come Thou Font, that day, it felt like that little piece, that most important piece, was missing. You give yourself to us, Lord, in the Eucharistic embrace. And so when my band and I recorded this song, I added a new little bridge to it. And so as I sing this for you today, I'm going to ask you again to look into your life and acknowledge those areas that God has just poured blessing upon blessing into your life. And then to allow us in the Catholic faith to come forward to receive him in the Eucharistic embrace is the fullness of that grace that he has poured out. So again, from me, your host, Julie Carrick, Come Thou Font of Every Blessing. Come Thou Font of Every Blessing, tune my heart to sing Thy grace. Streams of mercy never ceasing, call for songs of loudest praise. Teach me some melodious sonnet Sung by flaming tongues above Praise the mount I'm fixed upon it Mount of thy unchanging Here I raise my stone of hell by that 
to grace How great a debtor Daily I am constrained to be Let that grace Now like a fetter Bind my wandering heart to just joined us today on We Sing Our Faith. I am your host, Julie Carrick, Catholic recording artist, mission presenter, and author. And it is always such a privilege to spend this hour with you each and every week. For information about each and every one of the artists, please visit WeSingOurFaith.org. WeSingOurFaith.org, that's the site. And the toll-free number is one 888 880-MUSIC, 888-880-6874, and we are here to connect you with all of the artists. And remember, at that uh, site, We Sing Our Faith, click on the link of each of the artists' names. So Chris Padgett and Jamie Teton, Chris Mulia, Out of Darkness, and myself, Sarah Hart, all of the artists whose music we are sharing today, and learn a little bit more about each of our ministries. Now, as we continue, I want to go to the song from Chris Mulia, I Will Sing. Because when we acknowledge the fact that God is everything, that we serve Him and no one else, that we take our gifts and lay them at His feet, and that beautiful gift of song that God has poured into Chris, and the way that he uses this gift of song to touch hearts and to help people come deeper into this relationship with Christ. And the, the very line in the song, I will sing because it is God who is most important. We will sing his praise forever, forever while we have breath in our body. And when we come to be with him in eternity to continue to sing his praise for all eternity. So from Chris Mulia, I will sing. Nothing I can sing. Nothing I can do, nothing I can say would change your majesty or truth. Still I can't help but sing the praises welling up inside. I will sing, I will dance, I will shout your name out loud. Cause you make life worth 
conceived and then created in your love And that's why I must sing the praises Thank you for always sharing your gifts with us. Now, as we continue along this journey today of of acknowledging that we cannot serve God and man or God and money or God and, and our things, that we serve God, nothing else in this life matters. And the one who shows us that perfectly is Mama Mary. And when she said yes to to conceiving in her womb and bearing the Christ, knowing that her son would be literally given for the world, that she knew he was the fulfillment of the promise. And she had to have known that even though she would give birth to the Christ, his life was that of God and that his life would be spent for God. And how do we say yes? You know, when she said yes to conceiving him in her womb, when she said yes as he grew up and began that public ministry, and she was there at that wedding feast at Cana, and just encouraged everyone there, do whatever he tells you. That's what she's encouraging us to do. Do whatever he tells you. In other words, give your life to him. Say yes to him. Serve only him. And the song that I wrote years ago, Can My Heart Conceive? And in this time of Eucharistic revival, I want to more and more in each one of our programs go deep into that Eucharistic focus, that Eucharistic embrace, that we want to say yes to God in every part of our life, and that sustaining and life-giving and grace-filling encounter with Him in the Eucharistic embrace makes it possible 
for us to not only choose him and to say yes to him, but to do it in a way that we are truly enamored of him, that we say yes and that we we come to him in every moment of our life. So as we ask God, let me conceive you in my heart that I might share you in the world. Well, from me, your host, can my heart conceive.
which senses fail to fathom can my soul contain the bounty of your grace as the lens tries to capture the beauty of the canyon too grand to be held in just one frame so my heart desires to hold you Christ my King and my soul desires to hold you Christ my King yes my heart desires to hold you Christ my King the beauty of that um, when we come to that place of saying God I want to live every moment for you I want to not only conceive you in my heart, but I want you to live in each and every moment of my life, in every part of my day, in every part of my, my family and my existence. Um, the other part of, of the readings this weekend, um, when we take a look at the, the focus of poverty, right? Sometimes we see poverty in the world around us. And yet, is it truly a poverty when everything that we have belongs to God anyhow? Um, I want to, uh, from our very first reading this weekend, listen to this reading. Hear this, you who trample upon the needy and destroy the poor of the land. When will the new moon be over, you ask, that we may sell our grain, and the Sabbath, that we may display the wheat? We will diminish the ephah, add to the shekel, and fix our scales for cheating. We will buy the lowly for silver and the poor for a pair of sandals. Even the refuse of the wheat we will sell. The Lord has sworn by the pride of Jacob, never will I forget a thing they have done. So when we look at the world around us and we see the way, as I mentioned early in the beginning of this program, that the world has such a distorted way of looking at things that what is evil has been portrayed as good. What is completely against God's creation, our world is trying to state that somehow having gender changes and, and this craziness of, of the, the focuses of our world being all about self and even that word pride that the LGBTQ community wants to look at to say that the word pride, and yet we hear in scripture, we are not to be prideful. We don't have anything. It is all of God. And so to, so to even take that word pride as, the, as their anthem completely goes against that of God. You know, when we look at the poor who are suffering in our world and we continue to put a heavier burden on them because we do not use everything that we have to be shared in the way that God would have us share it, to care for those who are in need and to not be so caught up in the wealth that it becomes our God, but to use what we have for those who are in need. We need to take a look at that. And this last line is actually chilling. Never will I forget a thing they have done. When we have gone against God, and everything else is more important than living our lives in the way that God has called us to, we're going to stand before him in judgment someday. And how will we stand before God and say, Lord, I know that you've given me everything, but I, I hoarded it and I held it back and I put it aside for myself. 
instead of using it in the way that you have called me to, instead of living my life in the way that you have called me to. So I want to go to the next song, this incredible couple from Florida. We know them as Out of Darkness, Lori and Adam Yubowski. And this song that I want to share of theirs today, it's a wonderful reminder as we hear this, this refrain echoed, Lord, I live for you. Lord, I live for you. As we hear it echoed throughout this song, and of course, that is the title of the song, Lord, I live for you.
Thank you, Adam and Lori. That one will be ringing in my ears all day today as, as I go throughout this weekend thinking of these, the power of the readings, the beauty of the, the gospel, and, and realizing that it is God that I want to serve with every fiber of my being. Lord, I do live for you. So again, Adam and Lori, thank you for the beauty of that song and always sharing your life and your ministry for others. And now, before we go to our final song, I want to share with you today, too, the beauty of the second reading today. This is from 1 Timothy chapter 2, verses 1 through 8. Beloved, first of all, I ask that supplications, prayers, petitions, and thanksgiving be offered for everyone, for kings and for all in authority, that we may lead a quiet and tranquil life in all devotion and dignity. This is good and pleasing to God our Savior, who wills everyone to be saved and to come to knowledge of the truth. For there is one God, there is also one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself as ransom for all. This is the beauty of what we hear in our scripture this weekend. Christ gave himself as ransom for all. And we are called to give ourselves only to him. So the song today that I want to share that is going to take us to the top of the hour is from Sarah Hart. And Sarah is one of the artists and and composers for OCP, who many of the churches throughout our our country have their hymnals and and, uh, missiles in the pew. And this song is not one that, um, that is heard all that often, but the beauty of this one, look this one up. Again, it's with OCP and Sarah Hart. It is her song, You Alone. You Alone. And as you hear the softness of Sarah's voice as she sings this, as you hear the beauty of the lyric, You Alone, it's that intimacy with Christ the intimacy with God our Father, the intimacy with the gifts of the Holy Spirit that he has poured into us, you alone. Let's take a few moments now as Sarah Hart sings for us. Thank you. 
you, Sarah. And thank you to all of the artists today whose music we have shared. For information about each and every one of us, remember that site is wesingourfaith.org. WeSingOurFaith.org, that's the site. The toll-free number, 1-888-880-6874. And we are here to receive your call, um, your emails, so that we can pray for your intentions. Please reach out and give us those, those cares and those needs that you would like us to pray for. Now, until next week, may God bless you and keep you. Faith, hope, charity. This is the Guadalupe Radio Network. Radio for your soul. This is Tim Staples of Catholic Answers. I'm excited to let you know that I also teach high school apologetics for homeschoolconnections.com, an online Catholic curriculum provider and a sponsor of this station. There are also recorded independent learning courses at homeschoolconnections.com. Whether you take apologetics with me, literature with Joseph Pierce, or philosophy with Bill Donahue, or any of the other 400-plus courses with homeschoolconnections.com, it's a great way to get Catholic learning for your family. Hi, my name is Angela von Weber-Hansberg. My family and I are parishioners at St. Jude and Allen. I'm excited to tell you about our family business, conversionstarters.com. Mom, what are you doing here? Oh, hi, John. I know you're busy with your internship here at KATH, but I was hoping you'd help me out with the spot for conversionstarters.com. This is so embarrassing. You're not going to make me sing a jingle, are you? (laughs) Of course not. Now, tell the listeners what we're all about. Conversionstarters.com is a Catholic t-shirt company with an evangelizing twist. On each shirt is a common question about the faith, along with the website where people can go to to read the answer. It's evangelization for introverts. Okay, now sing. Mom, no. You can visit conversionstarters.com. Is your facility in need of additional meeting or classroom space, but there's no room in the budget to add on to the building? I'm Glenn Trahan, owner of Modern Fold Door and Specialties and proud sponsor of KATH 910 AM. Modern Fold Door and Specialties can solve your space division problems by installing operable walls to create additional spaces. We also provide repair and service. You can contact us at 214-357-2572 for a free consultation or trwfamily.com. God bless. Rebound Ministries, a nonprofit organization that helps transform the lives of at-risk youth, invites all to its second annual charity golf tournament on Friday, October 7th. The golf tournament takes place at the Golf Club at Twin Creeks in Allen, beginning at 11.30 a.m. with check-in and registration and a 1 p.m. shotgun start. The event includes green fees, carts, range balls, lunch, buffet dinner, awards, prizes, and a gift bag. For more information and to register, visit reboundministries.org slash golf tournament. This is Tony Beshera. My wife Chris and I own Babbage and Associates. We are the oldest placement and recruitment firm in the state of Texas and proud sponsors of the Guadalupe Radio Network. We are also members of St. Thomas Aquinas in Dallas. Babbage and Associates offers candidates insights into the current job market and provides professional candidates we have interviewed on a face-to-face basis to our employers. Our number to call is 214-823-9999 or you can find us on the web at Babbage, B-A-B-I-C-H, dot com. K-A-T-H, 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas.